have a good day. Nobody's gonna die today. Nobody's gonna cry today. Howdy, cutie pie. Welcome back to Philosopher's Moan. I'm Blair. Blair Z. And I am so grateful to have your ears. Mwah. What are we gonna discuss today? Just I just did 10 uh, tuck jumps to get the blood flowing, get the ideas flowing. Whee! I've also been making a list of all the little details of certain little things in life that I love and I want to share them with you. Let's save that for part two. Maybe part one we'll talk about distractions. Let me distract you with my wonderful, weird little podcast. We can't fathom the power distractions have over us because we'll be distracted. It's a bird. It's a plane. No, it's a distraction. Distractions are super effective when it triggers your heartstrings, an emotional response. Maybe you feel frightened or maybe you feel just some type of way offended. Ooh. Oh, isn't it so fun to feel offended? <laughs> it's a common theme in politics these days, right? Oh, everyone is so easily offended, or oh, everyone's so offensive, or ah. I'm usually like, we should all just take a step back, you know, be sensitive, but we should all just start laughing because so much of the world seems to be a joke to me that no one's really getting the punchline. Maybe that is just because the universe's sense of humor is kind of scary. I mean, biologically, an easiest way to get someone's attention is spook them out, make them panic. We got your attention now. You are in fight or flight mode. Let's go. Don't, Don't panic. Don't panic. I think it's really hard in the world we live in today. It's so overloaded with stimulation, so much content, so many outlets, so many people, so many places to go. It's hard to identify which distractions make you feel good and which distractions are ruining your life and have no purpose and no use to you at all, but just making your reality feel lame or bad, heavy, dark, gray, whatever. I think it's just a never-ending practice to keep taking note of every time you're distracted, how you feel right after. If you feel a boost of energy, you feel low energy, was it a nice little break from something you were doing or did it just, you know, completely crumble all the great buildup of energy you had? Your attention is so valuable. Literally, whoever you are, whether you have low or high self-esteem, your attention is the best currency. Everyone wants it. Everyone wants you and your eyes to give whatever their idea is uh, validation and ideally money eventually, right? Purchase this thing you don't need. Side note, by listening to my podcast, you are totally validating my existence and I appreciate you so much. Thanks. Don't worry. I don't have anything to sell you except my thoughts. <laughs> Buy my thoughts. <laughs> no, buy my new designer brainwaves I'm selling. I wish I could sell you brainwaves, my own signature brainwaves I could sell you somehow. <laughs> I really wish I could sell mindsets, that would be so fun, you know, instead of like presets for photography or music making or like all those software programs. No, 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 I'm selling you mindsets. Filter and see your whole life differently, only $5.99 today, the exclusive tangerine effervescent 
filter of life limited edition bouncy brain mindset on sale today what the heck were we just even talking about why am i even talking about this you were distracted see i distract myself i am really good at distracting myself with my own random crap okay but while we're on this topic imagine elon musk's Neuralink, and then actually like presets on Lightroom for photographers or whatever, you actually can have mindsets. And I could sell you them on some stupid little website and then you would download it into your Neuralink and it would be like putting on rose-tinted glasses or something like that. Oh God, well then we also have the augmented reality part of our future coming very soon, guys, very soon. Strap yourself in, guys, buckle up. The artificially intelligent world is coming to life. And we have very little defense when it comes to the whole distraction game. When the artificial intelligence gets involved, like fully submerged, we are screwed, guys. We have zero chance. The distractions will be so masterfully placed and so personally unique, perfectly designed to distract you and steal your attention and just keep it for as long as possible, sapping your energy and soul. On that note, let's talk about good distractions. I think most good distractions can't be found on screen. They're like little inspiring movements, moments, people watching, a surprise phone call from an old friend, a FaceTime with a loved one, reading a book, doing a little doodle. You know, if you premeditate good distractions, I think that is a good practice to cleaning out and eliminating the bad ones because the bad ones tend to be like very impulsive and playing on your primal emotions. You better look at your phone. Make sure you're not missing any messages. Make sure you're not missing any really cool parties. Ooh, what's that person doing? Ooh, what, 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 what was that? There's a sale. Oh my God, I'm dying. I need to buy this right now. I need to check WebMD. Am I okay? What is wrong with me? Why is everyone's life so much better than mine? Why am I such a failure? Everyone else is so happy. Oh, I should order cookies and cake. Oh, look, this one delivers right now. Ooh, I think we just need to have a way, like a premeditated mechanism of interrupting ourselves in the day to day to be like, hey, Bring your attention back. Give it to yourself. What are you doing? What do you love? Why do you love it? How great are you? Oh yeah, you're really great? Well then do great things and have fun doing it and live your life and stop looking at stupid stuff on the internet. They ask me what I do and who I do it for and how I come up with this shit up in the studio. All I want for my birthday is no distractions, just love and peace and kindness and rainbows and smiles. Everyone loves love. Love is great. Why can't everyone just be loving everyone all the time? Why? Tell me. Tell me why. Einstein, tell me why that isn't a mathematically sound formula for good times on this planet. This planet should be paradise for everyone, aliens included. Sometimes I think the world's problems would probably just be solved if Santa Claus was real and like gave everyone gifts every year based on their moral character. <laughs> I actually believe in Santa Claus and that's why I'm such a good person. You are on the naughty list for pretending that Santa Claus isn't real. It is overcast today guys. It's gray. I'm distracted from talking about distractions. I don't even know why we're talking about Santa Claus now. I think 
really there is like a root inside us that is actively looking to be distracted and it's important to ask why why do you want to be distracted what is the problem what are we running from what is it that hurts us deep down existential dread of being alive and not knowing what's going to happen next why do we need to know what's going to happen next why why do we care so much about what's going to happen next oh yeah it's because we love it here so much we love each other we love these weird things we do and we love all these stupid distractions that's why that's why we care what happens next we want to preserve something out of love you are an infinite source of love and light and power. You've got it all in your human hands to generate incredible feelings, experiences, life. It's your life and it's now or never. I don't want to live forever. Nobody wants to hear you sing, loser. Well, I like singing and dancing and I'm going to do it whenever the heck I want. So there. And you know what? You should too. Humans would actually be way cooler if we were more like birds. We all just like lived in a musical. It was just super normal to just be me melodic, melodic and dancey. Dance for me, dance for me, dance for me, oh, oh. I'll walk into the grocery store and I'll be like, are we human or are we dancers? And then everyone in the grocery store would break out in a twirly, whirly ballerina dance and I would skip over and get some watermelon. I think it is against our nature to not sing and dance. I was just like, here I am again talking about dancing on this podcast. We need more dance. We should all dance. We dance. Dance on into way, the night. Way, way. Here's some quotes by one of my faves, Alan Watts. The only way to make sense out of change is to plunge into it, move with it, join the dance. We thought of life by analogy with a journey, a pilgrimage, which had a serious purpose at the end. And the thing was to get to that end, success or whatever it is, maybe heaven after you're dead. But we missed the point the whole way along. It was a musical thing and you were supposed to sing or to dance while the music was being played. The real reason why human life can be so utterly exasperating and frustrating is not because there are facts called death, pain, fear, or hunger. The madness of the thing is that when such facts are present, we circle, buzz, writhe, and whirl, trying to get the I out of the experience sanity wholeness and integration lie in the realization that we are not divided that man and his present experience are one and that no separate eye or mind can be found life is a dance and when you are dancing you are not intent on getting somewhere the meaning and purpose of dancing is the dance those are all quotes by alan watts i hope you enjoyed them we are going to move on to part two this is the end of part one i hope you enjoyed it mm. I've been doing a lot of mmms lately. Mm. Part two, we're going to talk about lovely, wonderful things of life. So yeah, let's go. Hello, my darling, wonderful friend. I'm very happy to be with you here in part two. I've been keeping a note thread in my phone of little details of life that I really appreciate. And I'm going to share them with you. Okay, actually, the first thing in my note thread here is not on theme with the rest of them, but I'm just going to read it to you anyway. If you talk to God and we're all particles of God, we are talking to ourselves. 
like to us all in the form of prayer in the collective consciousness we're all playing with the same ideas sentiments and feelings and praying with those things so it's like we're all landing on the same nightmares and dreams with just different endings and beginnings and we're all little bits of the the godness okay blair anyways <laughs> nobody wants to talk about how we're all god it's freaking weird so let's talk about all the other little details of this wonderful life that we love so much yes the smell of melted butter with garlic and onions secret handshakes something really cute about secret handshakes i could see how on a bad day it's annoying but i like the sound of a skateboard skipping over sidewalk rivets when everyone in the squad is flowing and suddenly you're like one little identity together cracking jokes doing little dance i feel like it's it's like Transformers, a bunch of single vehicles combined into one big megatron of epic fun loveness. How fast food restaurants all smell the same. It's obviously great marketing, but it's also comforting to predict the familiar smell of the darn junk food spots that have brought us all so much joy at different times in our lives. Think like Domino's, Subway, McDonald's, Taco Bell. They always smell the same and it's like, ah! Hello, nostalgia. That moist smell of wet wood and pine. Gooey, warm brownies. A rocking chair. God, I love a rocking chair. Immediately sets a tone. You can really rock on that chair. Great conversation or solitary thoughts. That's all gonna happen in a rocking chair if you're rocking. It also reminds me of watching thunder and lightning storms in the hangar as a kid. We had like a big, tall rocking chair something out of a storybook it was awesome for watching you know like severe rainstorms in the plains of illinois when a restaurant immediately brings you bread warm and crusty or brings you anything i'm immediately won over by the freebies given right when you sit down it's like yes love you forever that feeling when you know you're about to win the card game or tavli or chess whatever's that little smug ah everything is coming together as planned feels how when you put sunglasses on, the coloring of the world around you is instantly different and usually more fun, more saturated or golden. And just how sunglasses make you feel all cool and in disguise, like sneaky and low-key. Just When you dive into and under waves and the wave massages your back going over you and you're all flushed with the silence of water. My dad can't smell very well anymore. He's older, has experienced chemo, he used to love cigars. He says he really loves coffee in the morning because he can really smell it still. I really love the smell of truffle, duh. The smell of rain coming or going. The smell of freshly baked bread. Or when someone's just taken a shower and you're like, hey, your products smell good and they're different than my shower products. I also love the smell of a mall, just the smell of retail and marketing. Brings me back to my childhood. My mom used to take me to the mall all the time just walking around the mall mm, the smell of like a f nice ripe fruit like a peach or a mango there's also that nice nostalgic feeling when you get the smell of like a halloween store that costume smell <laughs> something particular about it yesterday this baby waved to me from their car seat in the car think like a cute little hand cupping together that kind of wave and I was on a run listening to music and the tunes dropped at just the right time afterwards. I really appreciated that moment. I was like, yeah, I see you, baby. I get you. Hope the world is a better place once you're my age. 
The way little strips of palms on a palm tree waver in the like sun and wind over a cloudless blue sky is just such a vibe. When the sky and the sea are like two slates of gray, but they then meet at this like aisle of light because the sun is setting modestly, humbly, and it's beautifying the gray billows. Freaking love the sky. It's easy to appreciate the sky. I wish I could have a day job just being paid to appreciate the sky. <laughs> kind of simply, but like how cars sparkle when they turn the corner, the sun reflecting off the mirrors or side panels. I don't know why I like this. There's something nostalgic about it for me. Like maybe I took note of it as a kid and ever since it's just been like a fun little aesthetic of reality. And I am so not even a car person. I actually think to myself that I think I have like car blindness. You know, people can have like facial blindness. They can't remember people's faces. I'm like that with cars, unless it's like a very particular color or a shape that doesn't look like any of the other shapes of cars. I'm just not gonna acknowledge or recognize a car being different. Like I will literally get in and then get out of a car and totally forget what the heck the car looked like that I was just in. You know, I think though it would be great for uh, AR, augmented reality, to um, make it so that I could go to a car show and maybe it's like little glasses I'm wearing or something, but it gives me, you know, all like the little details and things that a real car enthusiast would notice and look at. Like I can, I can then kind of see through their eyes how to really appreciate cars. You know, it's like if an architect is looking at a house, you just are, you are not seeing the house the way that architect is seeing the house. And I would like to see the house how an architect sees the house. He's got a way, she, she's got a way better idea of how to really take in the structure of a house. The architect is looking at the house and seeing immediately like formulas and equations of how different beams have come together in this artful way that have then made XYZ so much better about the design and then understanding how the plumbing is actually masterfully done and hidden in certain ways or whatever. I want to see through all of the eyes. All of them. I do imagine being God would literally just be like being like some mega tarantula thing, just billions of limbs and eyes. It's like, how are you going to keep track of all these security cams, God? You're looking through million bajillion heads different species and stuff how are you managing this oh my god the wind is blowing is that like breathing for god i don't know you are a divine and creepy little creature dancing the cosmos i'm okay being a creepy little creature as long as i am divine god's plan of course we're going to finish up episode eight with a bit of philosopher's poem this one's called Professor. Enjoy the pressure. Light as a feather, like dancing along with a zephyr. The purpose we can't measure. You weren't taught how to find it because you were born the professor. It wasn't a random pull of a lever. The sentimentality that we're all here together, wandering around like that cat, the Cheshire. I hope you enjoyed that, you poem lover, you. Poetry is so underrated. Just like this podcast, right? Okay, tell all your family and friends. Come hang out with me while I just do this. <laughs>
whatever this is, whatever this is, whatever this life is, let's do it together. Thanks for listening to episode eight and see you next time we do this together where you listen to me be weird on this podcast. Mm. Mm.